If you are not legally protected in your business, you are leaving money on the table. Hey, I get it. The legal side of business can feel intimidating, but the good news is it doesn't have to be. If you want to build your business on a strong foundation, and if you want to know that your rights are protected when the unexpected happens with a client or a customer, then it's time to get legally protected. This means no more using free contracts that you downloaded off of the internet. This means partnering with a law firm that actually believes in your vision and can help you achieve it. This means legally protecting your brand so that no one can steal your good ideas. There are a lot of ways to grow and scale, but if you want to grow a strong business, it's time to get legally protected. If you're listening and resonating with this, then my signature service, The Legal Upgrade, just might be perfect for you. The Legal Upgrade is a straightforward, structured process to give your business the legal protection that it needs to thrive. Click the link in the show notes and schedule a call with me today. Hello, and welcome to the Legal Upgrade Podcast. I'm your host, licensed attorney, Christian Hammond. This podcast breaks down the legal side of business to reveal key legal strategies that can help you take your business to the next level. Please note that none of the following is legal, tax, investment, financial, or medical advice. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Are you doing too much with your LLC? Are you a business owner or a solopreneur who has multiple LLCs? Or do you have a holding company or maybe one of your LLCs is a parent company and the other is a subsidiary? If any of this um, is true of you, you might be guilty of doing too much with your LLC. Thank you so much to those of you who are joining right now. Feel free to jump in the chat and introduce yourself. Say where you are tuning in from. Would love to hear from you. But yes, are you guilty of doing too much with your LLC? Are you guilty of doing the most? Do you have multiple LLCs or a complicated structure for your business where one LLC owns some of the other ones? Because if you do, then you might be making your life and your tax returns unnecessarily complicated. And in my experience, I've seen that small business owners and especially solopreneurs can fall into this trap. And unfortunately, that means that sooner or later, they end up coming to someone like me to fix it, to unwind it all, to untangle all of these businesses that are kind of twisted together and to simplify things and to fix it. And so that is what we're going to talk about today. So this is for you if you are a small business owner or especially if you are a solopreneur and you own more than one LLC, if you have a holding company, if you have a parent subsidiary structure, if you have dissolved maybe old LLCs in the past and now you have a new LLC and maybe you did not involve a lawyer in that process, um, or this is for you if you 
are like, honestly, I'm a business owner and I don't really understand LLCs. I don't really know how they work. I don't really know what they're for. I have one because I know I'm supposed to have one, but I really don't know how this is all supposed to work. If any of that is you, then this um, live stream is for you. Now, before we get into it, this is always true when we do an episode together, but I just want to reiterate that this is not disclaimer. This is not legal advice. I'm going to be talking about stuff that is generally true, but just because it's generally true does not mean that it's true for you, your specific business, your specific situation. And that's why it's so crucial for you to have your own business lawyer. And if you don't have a business lawyer, send me a DM, send me an email so that either we can work together or I can refer you to somebody that you can work with as you are building your business. So with that out of the way, today we're going to talk about something that I find a lot of small business owners fall victim to, which is doing too much with their LLC, making their business life unnecessarily complicated. And you might think that the right answer from a legal perspective in your business is always going to involve something complicated or some kind of complex legal maneuver. But let me tell you, sometimes, or maybe even a lot of times, the right answer from a legal perspective is to keep things simple. Keep it simple. So Let's first talk about, you know, why does this tend to happen? Why do small business owners and solopreneurs tend to end up doing too much with their LLCs? Well, the first reason I think is because LLCs are deceptively easy. They are deceptively simple because compared with your other option, which a lot of times is a corporation, LLCs are a lot more simple. Unlike a corporation, an LLC has a lot of um, easy advantages. You don't have to have a board of directors. You don't have to worry about corporate formalities. You don't have to worry about issuing stock. Um, most states, you can set up an LLC online. You don't actually have to talk to anybody. You don't have to show up anywhere in person. Um, there's a lot about LLCs that make them a lot easier to set up, especially compared to the alternative of setting up a corporation. So because LLCs, especially compared to corporations, are a lot easier to set up, I think they're kind of deceptively simple. Like, it was almost too easy. And because it's kind of deceptively simple, I think it kind of makes people think, well, I need to do more or I need to do more of this. And from what I've seen, there tend to be three situations, or I'm going to call them three triggers that make people feel like they need to go out and get a new LLC or get another LLC in addition to the one they already have. And these three triggers are starting a new business or maybe just adding to your existing business. You know, maybe you started out with some consulting services and now you're adding um, an events aspect, or maybe you started out as um, doing some health coaching, but now you want to offer some products along with it. So the first trigger I've seen is starting a new business or adding to the business. 
The second trigger I've seen is wanting to change the business name, wanting to either rebrand or just wanting to kind of tighten up um, the business name. That's the second trigger. And the third trigger we're going to talk about is wanting to save money on taxes or trying to find a way to create a tax shelter. In my experience, all three of these are reasons why people will think that they need to run out and get another LLC. And none of these reasons, none of these reasons are automatic reasons to get a new LLC. They could be, there could be times when that makes sense, but contrary to popular belief, starting a new business, changing your business name, or trying to structure things in a tax, um, in a, a tax um, advantageous way are not automatic reasons to run out and get a new LLC. So we need to do some myth busting here. Is that okay with you guys? Can we do some myth busting together? I see a question here about LLCs, which is which online provider do you recommend? I'm not typically a fan of using online providers uh, for legal services, mostly just because there tend to be a lot of mistakes. And then again, people end up coming to me to fix those mistakes. So honestly, um, this for this person who had this question, I'm not a big fan of online providers. If it's something really simple, oftentimes people do a better job themselves because at least they're paying more attention. And when it's something more complicated, in my opinion, it's just too important to have someone mess it up. So <laughs> that is my take on that question. Um, but to get back into it, we need to do some myth busting. And so myth number one, if I start a new business, I need to start a new LLC. That is a myth. Again, maybe that could be right, but that's not automatically the case. And that's because of the magic of the DBA. DBA stands for doing business as. And depending on your state, it might be called a DBA. Sometimes it's called a trade name, and sometimes it's called a fictitious business name. But regardless of what name it might go by, a DBA is a wonderful strategy for having multiple brands all under the same LLC. So there's nothing wrong with having one LLC and then having multiple different DBAs. There's nothing wrong with having an LLC that's maybe called ABC LLC, and then maybe one brand is like creative consulting. And then maybe you also have an events business and that's called creative events. Well, the way that looks from a legal perspective is you've got the LLC, ABC LLC, and then that LLC has DBAs. ABC LLC does business as creative consulting, and it also does business as creative events. So a DBA is a very simple, very cost-effective way to have one LLC, but multiple brands. And DBAs are something that get registered with the state. It's oftentimes very cost-effective. I've seen them for as low as $25. So they're very cost-effective, certainly more cost-effective than starting a whole new LLC. And 
like I said, in many cases, there's no reason to go out and start a whole new LLC. Now, there could be reasons. There could be reasons why you might want a separate business entity. Uh, one reason is if the new business is going to be very risky. So maybe you've been running a relatively simple business, but maybe now you want to open up a construction company. Well, construction is very high risk, very high risk, very high risk that someone gets hurt, very high risk that someone gets injured, very high risk that you're going to end up paying out some kind of workman's comp claim. So that is a situation where maybe you don't want that sharing an LLC with another business that is less risky. So that is a situation where different entities could make sense. But again, starting a new business or adding a new revenue stream to a business is not an automatic reason to go out and start a new LLC. Plenty of people run multiple brands using one entity and it's totally fine. So first myth is that a new business automatically means I need to run out and start a new LLC. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. The second myth is that I need a new LLC if I no longer like my business name or if I want to change my business name. And that is a myth kind of related to the first one. There's nothing wrong with having, you know, again, ABC LLC, but to be doing business as something else. And as an example, just let me know in the comments, let me know if you are familiar with the company Hens and Moritz. Let me know if you're familiar with it. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Hens and Moritz AB. Let me know if you're familiar with it. Probably nobody here is familiar with that company but you probably are familiar with the clothing brand H&M. So Hens and Moritz AB, again, probably totally butchering that. <laughs> that is the name that's registered where they are headquartered. That is their legal name that I'm assuming probably actually appears on their tax returns, but all of us know them by the name H&M. They're doing business as H&M. And this is very, very common. It's very common to have, you know, whatever name you want to use at the time as your LLC, but to be using a different name as your doing business name or as your brand name. And if you're like most people, you, you're probably not a huge fan of your LLC name. It's very common to have put in your LLC name maybe five years ago, maybe before you even really knew what the business was going to be. And now you have an actual brand. Now you have an actual name that you like. And you're kind of looking at that LLC name thinking, ugh, I'm like, ugh, that's just from so long ago. And guess what? That is easily addressed by simply using a DBA. You can be Hens and Moritz AB, but H&M to your friends. And from a legal perspective, that is totally possible, once again, through the magic of a DBA. So just because you want to change your business name, just because you don't like that LLC name that you came up with five years ago or 10 years ago, that does not automatically mean you need to go out and start a whole new LLC. That might be very easily fixable by just getting a DBA registered with the state, which again is also a great um, cost-effective option. So that's the second myth. 
that I see that causes people to start an LLC when it's not really necessary. And then the third myth that can cause people to think they need to go out and start a new LLC is the myth that I need a, a, an LLC in order to save money on taxes. Guys, I really want to talk about this one because it drives me crazy when people are trying to do all these fancy maneuvers. And let me just say really clearly for the people in the back, if you are trying to do business and legal gymnastics, if you are trying to set up different companies and corporate structures, and you've got a parent, and you've got a subsidiary, and you've got a holding company, if you are trying to do all these things to save money on taxes, but you are not working with a professional, and by professional, I mean a certified public accountant and or a tax attorney, maybe both, danger. Beware. Be very, very careful. Okay. If you are trying to do all these gymnastics, but you are not working with a licensed tax professional, that is very dangerous waters to be swimming in. And at best, you're probably just going to waste your time and overcomplicate your life. At worst, you're going to end up doing something that you probably shouldn't be doing. So, um, and I, I just have so much to say on this subject of taxes, but another thing is you really need to be making a certain amount of money for to save real money on taxes. For many tax strategies to actually be effective, you really need to be making a certain amount of money, which means that overly complicated structures, parent companies, subsidiaries, holding companies, almost never makes sense when a business is brand spanking new and the revenue is zero. Again, there can be reasons, there can be exceptions. This is why you need to have your own business attorney, but usually it just doesn't make sense when a business is brand spanking new. And if somebody is out here, you know, promising you fantastical, unbelievable, borderline magical ways that they are going to save you money on taxes, beware. <laughs> Watch out, guys. If if it sounds too good to be true, it, it's probably too good to be true. Um, someone here dropping the comment saying, this is so valuable. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm glad that this is helpful. So these are three reasons. I'm starting a new business. I, I want to change my business name slash I hate my LLC name, or I'm trying to save money on taxes. These are common reasons people think they need a new LLC, but none of these are necessarily reasons to go out and start a new one. None of these are automatic reasons to go do that. And the more LLCs that you set up and the more LLCs that you dissolve and start and dissolve and start, the more likely it is that one day you're going to end up having to hire someone like me to untangle it all, to make it all make sense and to fix it. And so, so often the right step is just to keep things simple. Great question here in the comments. Is it hard to change an LLC name? That is a great question and it actually depends on the state. Thank you for answering, asking that question. So in some states, if you want to change the name of your LLC, 
That is as simple as filing a low-cost form, and your state will happily do that for you. In other states, they don't. Um, certain states do not allow LLC names to change, and those are situations where a DBA, a doing business as, um, can be an alternative for basically accomplishing a very similar goal. So the answer to your question is it actually depends on your state, whether you can change the LLC's name or whether you can simply kind of tack a DBA onto your LLC is going to be something that varies from state to state depending on which state you live in. Thanks for asking that question. So we've talked about how LLCs can kind of be deceptively simple and it can make people kind of want to over to add more and to do more and to fall into the trap of doing too much. And we've talked about the common triggers that can make people rush to form additional LLCs when maybe doing so is not really necessary. And the last thing I want to talk about is, you know, why? Why as business owners are we maybe so susceptible to the trap of doing too much? What is it that makes us fall into this trap of doing too much, overcomplicating things, and just doing more than we really need to be doing? And I think that it's for two reasons. And the first reason I think that we can fall into this trap of doing too much as business owners, honestly, is because of ego. If we are honest with ourselves, it makes us feel fancy when we tell people things like, oh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. It feels really fancy to say that you are the CEO of multiple companies. Doesn't that make you feel fancy? Doesn't that feel good? Doesn't it feel cool to say, oh, I have a holding company or, oh, yes, this is the parent of my subsidiary company, if we're honest with ourselves? These things make us feel fancy. They stroke our ego. And I am here to say, don't fall for it. Don't fall for the things that will temporarily stroke your ego, but in the long term are going to overcomplicate your business life, are going to cost you time, are going to cost you money, and are going to lead to you again having to hire somebody like me to untangle all of the threads. So the first reason that I think, and I do this too, the first reason I think that as business owners, we can be so susceptible to doing too much syndrome is because simply of ego. And the second reason that I think we can fall into this trap is because overcomplicating things in our business is actually a subtle form of self-sabotage. Overcomplicating things in our business is actually a subtle form of self-sabotage because when we make things overly complicated, they then legitimately take longer and then they take longer and that is a backdoor to procrastination. Do you see that? Do you see how overcomplicating things makes us feel like there are legitimately more steps to the process? And that feeling that there are legitimately more steps to the process then makes it take longer. And that the fact that it takes longer leads, you know, 
causes procrastination. It looks like productivity, but it's actually procrastination. And that is a subtle backdoor form of self-sabotage. Someone jumping in the comments saying, mic drop, you're so right. And I, I, the reason I can feel this so hard is because I know that I do this. I know that I do this very simply just with and working. And this is actually why, unless I'm filming a podcast episode, I really try to work from my co-working space because I can do this just simply getting up in the morning and thinking, oh, to be productive today, I need to do the laundry, wash the dishes, clean my desk, on and on and on. And none of that is true. The only thing I need to get to work is to get to work. The only thing I need to get to work is to get to work. And so I do this too. I'm not here to make anyone feel bad. Um, I'm just here to reveal that when we overcomplicate things in our business, it is a subtle form of self-sabotage because it is a backdoor form of procrastination. And so once again, the, the solution, the answer is to keep things simple, to not overcomplicate our business life more than it needs to be complicated. And so um, that is all I have for you guys today. That is what I wanted to talk about, um, how to make sure that we are not doing too much when it comes to our LLCs. And again, I do want to say that, hey, there can be reasons to have a more complicated corporate structure. There can be reasons to have a holding company. There can be reasons to have more than one LLC or to separate out your businesses. But this is why um, your individual situation matters. And this is why it's so crucial to be working with your own business attorney who can give you advice for your unique business, your unique situation, your unique place that you are in growing and scaling. So again, if you don't have that person, email me, send me a DM so I can connect you with somebody or so that we can work together. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate you guys and I will see you next time. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. The Legal Upgrade Podcast is a Bevel Law production. For more information about The Legal Upgrade, you can follow on Instagram at Bevel Law or find even more information on the website bevellaw.com. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. See you next time on The Legal Upgrade Podcast.